Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. And action. Hello and welcome. Listeners, lovers, friends and family. The Board Game Snobs Network. We're a network now, did you know that? With who? Just ourselves. Networking. We're networking. We go around shaking hands, uh, holding babies. Yes. Kissing babies, shaking hands. Shaking babies, kissing hands? No. Nope. Shaking babies. <laughs> that, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. That's the wrong one. Uh, ha- actually, you know, shaking baby syndrome is a real, that's a real thing. You got to be careful about that. Just Way to go dark. I'm just saying. Right I'm trying to do PSA. I'm trying to do I a know. public service announcement. We know you there are certain things. Dude. There are certain, yes, car seats being installed incorrectly. Really? Yes. You put your car seat in wrong. You have a wreck. Your baby bounces around. Don't ever let your baby sleep in a car seat. Well, come on. Wait. They can't sleep at all? Not in a car seat, no. Why? Because, well, in. Okay. Let's take a step back here. (laughs) First off, this is just. Learn me. This is just my opinion, but it's also science. Just your opinion. Wait, no, wait. It's either just your opinion or it's it's science. My science is opinion, and my opinion (laughs) is science. So here's how this works. I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm just warning you okay. that when babies are first born, their yes. airways, they kind of get closed off real easily. So when they sit in the car seat and they lean back uh-huh. and then they slide down, they will close off their own airway. It's very serious. So always be careful. Don't let your baby sleep in a car seat. Interesting. Yeah. I don't have any babies. But I know. But one of these days. But no, whatever. Whatever. I have cats. I've been on vacation for like cats. the past two weeks with my babies. You have you took your babies on vacation? Yes, I, I drove for a long time. So worries such as these were things that were on my mind. Because it's actually been a while since we've actually recorded. It's been a long while. But I've been putting them out so that people don't know. <laughs> well, we recorded a bunch before I went on vacation. Yeah. Because I was going on a road trip. And I may have died on this road trip. And we wanted the show to go on <laughs> until you were able to recover. I had your replacement all lined up. Possibly find another host. I, got, I got your replacement, You're actually. the co-host. Who? Uh, I got Mike. Uh, I got Mike a new board not, gamer. Uh, I've introduced him. We have a standing night now. Wednesday nights. You have a Mike one night comes stand. over. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. I want to. I want the talk. last three Wednesdays he's come over and we've been playing. You've been cheating on me. Yes. I'll tell you right now. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. Well, this is our banter, by the way, because you say we always don't banter. We need like, you know, I listened to like one of our first. When we were really into production and stuff, like we had like those noises that like signify, okay, this segment is over. We're starting a new segment. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. And now it's like we just go for one thing. Uh, to me, you can tell when a segment's over when you hear the clinking of my eyes <laughs> in my glass going to my lips because that is me being done with what I'm so, saying. Next to the next, on to the next subject. Mm. But uh, what were you going to say? Uh, well, we were talking about Mike, Mike. your replacement. BGS moving forward. He's not. <laughs> the Gobby and Mike show. <laughs> All right. Number one, uh, introducing people to new board games. I are bo- new, pe- new people to board gaming. I have found that I actually sit around and think it out. Like the first time I meet somebody and if we play a board game, it's like, I don't want to overwhelm What would they them. like? What would they like? I like, I tailor things to them so that 
slow. It's like a drug dealer. Like slowly, I'm getting them hooked. <laughs> hey, man. It's like oh, one of these days we're going to sit you down and we're going to play a really. You like poker, man? Yeah. You like bidding? Yeah. I got some good stuff. And I just I remember we, How Mike, about some modern art, man. That's that. And that's what I was going to bring up. We were playing with Mike and we played Cryptid, which we'll talk about on the next podcast. Don't spoil it. Okay. But after which. I was like, "Hey, you want to play something? Do you like bidding? Do you like you? Do you, do you like art? Do you like <laughs> do you like bidding? Do you like art? It's like, well, I got the game for, for you. you. <laughs> and uh, busted out. Do you like living in a modern time? Yes. Busted out this game, Modern Art by Reiner Knizia. It's like our favorite bidding game. If you haven't tuned in on that, and uh, we introduced it to him, and he loved He's it. All about it. He was all about it. So he played that. He's played Cryptid. You introduced him to Raiders of the North Sea, and he beat you. Last night. Okay. And this is what was amazing. And this is how I know Mike's my man. I sent him Rodney's Watch It Played on Raiders of the North Sea. I had the I have the Mead Hall expansion. So I had to show him that. But he came in. I didn't have to tell him nothing. I literally didn't have to tell him anything. And in fact, he told me. <laughs> I was getting a rule wrong. You're playing the game wrong. We were playing it wrong. Oh. Because, like, uh, when we were a Valkyrie, we would take out one of our guys. Me and Jerry would just, like, move them up, but we just counted that at the end of the game. Yeah, we never counted the victory points. But right? you're supposed to count those victory points as soon as you cross them. So you get multiple victory points for Valkyries and armor. Right. We weren't doing that. And Mike come in, watch the video. He's like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I had to explain a little bit about Meat Hall, but, man, he gets it. And he beat me by 10 points. There you go. And what's bad is, like, during the game, I'm like, well, now, if you'll notice, Mike, I have some (laughs) need here. And I have went on a few quests. So I I feel like I'm beating you right now, Mike. I thought I was really showing him. (laughs) He beats me. (laughs) Uh, Well, lessons in humility. Yes. They take place quite often. Yes. But, Uh, uh, yeah, Mike's good to go. And Well, I, I take a... I do, like, levels. Bring him in on something. We'll play a game of Mafia or Resistance. Something social. Get him started. Uh, then I moved him into... Um, oh, I can't think of it now. But like a, a simple two-player game. Jaipur or something. And then we played... Uh, what did I play last week with him? We played The Mind, which we'll talk about in mm, another podcast. Mind. Uh, we played... Oh, my goodness. Anyway, I've got it written down. If I was looking at my crap, I'd know it. But anyway, he's done things. I've kind of just broke him in slowly. And so he's kind of done the, the like, this. I'll just pause this thing, and we'll go from here. Yeah, pause it. Right. Like, we're going to actually edit our podcast. Remember back I in the days? Remember back in the days we used to edit our podcast? I edit. You, you, oh, Welcome To. Welcome To, which we'll talk about on this podcast. We'll, we'll talk about that, but wow. man, Mike, play Welcome To. Oh, uh, he beat me on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, did we play something else? No, we we ended up talking most of the night that night. So welcome to and oiling your both your he's, bald heads. He's played the mind. Why is it I got to play board games with a bunch of bald guys? And then uh, we played modern art with him. Well, this week I was like, okay, he's played letters from Whitechapel. I mean, that's a pretty easy game. I said, okay, I'm going to kick it up just a slight notch. Raiders of the North Sea. That's a good worker placement kind of gateway, and uh, he got it. And he beat me, and so now it's time to Twilight Imperium 4. You sound like a 16-year-old girl crushing on some well, high school boy. I like oh, Mike. Mike. Oh, Mike. I love Mike. Mike. Sounds like you're jealous. I'm not jealous. It sounds like you Mike, are. I, Mike will never compare to me. <laughs> All right. I'll just tell you that right now. Well, Gina did say, 
no offense to Mike if Mike's listening. Gina did say, she said, I noticed it's a lot quieter when Mike comes over in games. Well, it's, well it's, you know, I like to yell. I said, well, that's because we we're not quite there here in our uh, comfortableness and camaraderie. And plus, Jerry is super obnoxious. I am obnoxious. And when I come over, I like, I like to have a good stiff drink. And I like to tell you what you're doing wrong in your life. And I like to yell at people. You do. Uh, my worst, very ex- bossy. My best experience in introducing new players to board games was a group of players that I, for some reason, got in my head that they would like Cosmic Encounter, which is not a gateway game, no. but it's a. It is in the sense a party game because everybody gets this alien, and you can break the rules, and it's crazy, and it Stupid. doesn't. It, it's it, it doesn't matter if you make, if you mess mess up the rules. No. You just go over there and you have a fun time. They'll have a card that beats yours. What it was about great. It? Had a great time. I took that same group of players, and I, again, I got it in my head that this would be fun, but we played Memoir 44, The Overlord, <laughs> uh, where you have, like, well, teams. Well, two vastly different yes, games. I don't know why, but I thought, Army Man and Roll Dice and Organize. And so it ended fun. up, we broke up in the teams of four, and I'm, like, in charge of the, of the Germans, and then I have my three players here, each playing their section of the board, trying to advance their armies, and I'm giving them orders and cards, and it didn't work out, and I ended up yelling a lot. Was that the one with that one guy? Yes, that was the one. That was the one that, uh, the guy that I was really, I really thought he was going to be my key guy in playing, and he was Well, if you're an engineer, I guess it doesn't mean anything. Obviously, it doesn't mean anything. Not like a train engineer. I'm talking about a structural engineer. Right. Like physics. Okay, he's smart. Math. He gets it. He didn't get it. Because, I mean, Army men. let's be honest. When we associate these modern game designs, we kind of think, well, you kind of be kind of smart to play them, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't just be like soup's base. What does that mean? Super basic. Oh, you're using that. That's, that's how the kids talk these the days. The kids talking this day. They yeah. cut off everything into one syllable. Mm-hmm. So you think, I mean, that's, I think. That's not classy. No, it's, it's not classy, but it's snobbish. No. Oh, wait, no, that is not snobbish. Not but what snobbish. I'm saying now is snobbish. Say it. I've showed games to some of these uh, kids. I, I the could younger call them, generation? I could call them millennials, but I think they're even younger than that, or like 18, 19, 20. Are that, is that millennials? I, I think, think millennials are older. Is. Okay, whatever. I could call them jerks. They didn't. <laughs> and Jerry's. Okay, put it down, Jerry. No. You had too much. Uh, on my vacation. No. Okay, go ahead. Briefly, before you go on about the jerks and the. Uh, the this episode is brought to you by Old Smoky Moonshine. Okay. I went through Tennessee and went to the largest retailer of Old Smoky Moonshine and bought various flavors of Old Smoky Moonshine. And I like the butterscotch the best. FYI. That's just like drinking candy. It is. Back to you. Okay. I tried to introduce them to Skull. Skull. Suit basic, bro. Game of Coasters. <laughs> Yes, there you go. You're getting it. Yeah, I'm cool. They didn't get it. I'm take my Crocs off. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Take my Crocs. Crocs is out of business. Did you know that? No, they're still here. It makes me sad. I still got them. You might still have them, but they're I got out of a business. few. I got a few. Go get some more. Put some socks on. If you find them, you better buy them out. I got them. Is that what they wear in your profession as a nurse? No. Everybody's wearing Crocs? No, no. That was that was like a hot <laughs> second. <laughs> we made so much fun of people. You see those holes? Did they wear them? Yes. It's like, <laughs> you, you see those holes? That's where your dignity leaks out, you know? People would buy the camouflage ones. How did your feet not sweat? They're rubber. 
I don't know. I didn't get it. Like my feet would be sweaty in them. We had a doctor that used to wear socks and Crocs. <laughs> socks and there's no way that you could take somebody seriously. Socks and Crocs, man. Seriously. That's a good name of a podcast. Socks and Crocs. Socks and Crocs. Was it going to be a bad? Oh no! <laughs> not style. Comfort wear. Comfort wear. I like to leave my pants unzipped for comfort and unbutton. Sweaters, socks, and Crocs. Overalls, sweatshirts. I mean, no sweatshirts. No, sweatpants. Sweatpants. What were we talking about? <laughs> Uh, uh, okay, the millennials. We were talking about welcoming people to the hobby. I tried to introduce some younger folks. Right. We uh, Okay, and this is where we err sometimes as board game snobs. We err. Me and Jerry and our crew, Enrique, Bubba. We've now, gotten used to. Now Michael. Game. Now Mike. I like Mike. Whatever. We've gotten used to the games we play. We're used to the rules. We're used to how things operate. Worker placement implies this. Bidding implies that, et cetera, et cetera. We played Pirate's Cove. I think Pirate's Cove is a very easy game. It is easy. Until you try to explain it to people that literally do not understand. <laughs> they're sitting up. They're well, not. They sit they're over, not they're, jerks. They're, they're sitting not over mean. there. They're sitting over there on their Instagram, and they're taking pictures of, Snapping. of their food. Snapping and tweeting. And they're all about, oh, I like this. I like that. And then you try to explain something, and they don't know how to listen. No. They don't know how to take anything in. We sound really old and cranky right no, now. No, I just I don't like people who don't You're listen. You're such a dad right now. You don't listen sometimes and it makes me angry. You don't listen. What? I listen. <laughs> I listen. listen to everything. No, you think you know everything. I don't. I, yes, but you I don't. Listen. I take it Foss. in. Foss. Anyways, I just think that we need to be a little more patient. We do. When it comes to welcoming people to the hobby. It to helps you work on um to welcome them to the hobby. See, I'm about oh my, to make yes. a segue. I mean, you've made it several so times about, now. I didn't say it, but I'm about to make a segue well, let's get to, to welcome the to. Root of it. That wasn't as good. A welcome oh, to. Really? Welcome to. Well, there's so many things here. I like root beer. Oh, that would have been a good one. Well, we Why didn't wasted you do, it now. You I'll edit this out. No, we'll no, off. we're not doing that. Okay, so the name of this podcast is Welcome to Root because we're going to talk about welcome to and, and root. root. And we're going to start with Bam. welcome to. Okay, welcome to and go. I don't think I like the genre of welcome to because it's technically what they call a rolling right, but there's no dice, so you're it's not a rolling. Drawing right. You're flipping cards. Flipping right. Flipping right. Card and right. That sounds like a. I'm flipping right, man. That, oh, stop, stop. This is not not your generation. That's like not the nineties generation. Um, welcome Woo. to. How would you? All right, here's how you play welcome to. Oh, really? You have a piece? This? Yes. I'm going to do Are this because our, list- no, oh, no. our listeners need to have at least an idea of okay. what the game is about. Just because to board game you snobs. can't explain anything does not they mean They should our know li- the idea of Welcome to you by now. There's a piece of paper and there's three decks of cards. You flip the cards off the top of the deck and the card will have a number on it. Number and, and an effect. And an effect. You pick which set of cards you're going to use out of the three decks. You write them in on your rows of houses. You're at a singular number of the three. Yes. You choose one, and its effect, optional. And the rows left from right. Well, you wouldn't use the effect, I do not Have know. to be in subsequent order. Like ascending. A, ascending, not descending. So if you write a... They go to one to fifteen. One to fifteen. If you write a one, then the next house has to be a So if you were to, to write a, a fifteen three, on the far left house, you're messed you up. You just messed up. Thanks, Enrique. You're out of that. <laughs> I get good, to get, that. good job, Enrique. So yeah, uh, left to right. 
So it's a random game. Jerry's taking his glasses I'm off. I'm taking my glasses off because I bought this game because Gobby kept talking about, oh, welcome to when it comes out. Oh, welcome to. I want to uh, play. Shut up and sit down. Tell me. Who? Oh, welcome to. I want to play. Anyways, I bought welcome to. Gobby learned it. I got back from vacation and Gobby, it. Gobby's like, this, then I learned to you. Yeah, you learned it. And he's like, this is, this is pretty decent. It's okay. And I sat there and played the game and my first game of welcome to, it felt very easy. All my houses were in a row. I never messed up. I scored like a hundred and something points. I blew Gobby away. And I was like, this is a kid's game. Like what happened? The second game we played, I got crushed. <laughs> and then I realized that the game is so random. But that's where the beauty of it comes from, is that we each have three choices, and whether you're playing by yourself or 100... One to 100. One to 100. Everybody's going to use one of those one places and then put one of those numbers down on their piece of paper somewhere. Yeah, three different streets. And that affects you so So if you draw seven, you can put it on street one, street two, or street three. But once you put it on street three, you can put it nowhere else on street three, obviously. But you could put it on street two or street one from there on. What? If you draw seven, you, you no, just stop. <laughs> See, this is why we don't explain. Okay, go on. Here's what I'm going to say. I bet Rodney's got a good video. Watch yeah, that. Who? Then come back and listen to us. Welcome to. Welcome to. Everybody For fifteen knows about bucks, it. I think. What was it on? Oh yeah, it's cheap. I love it. Huh? I love it. I love welcome to. I know. I know. I've thought Wait, about hold it. Hold on. I thought no. Now listen, dear audience. <laughs> Me and Jerry have played this, but he's never said, I love this game. And just now, he said, I love Welcome To, and it's taking me aback. Here's what. Here's what. Because Jerry rarely says those words. It's not. Even to his wife. It's No. She's okay. Uh, <laughs> Your first wife. The first wife. The second wife now. She's coming along. Okay. Um, I, I tried to figure out why I liked it so much, because fe- I, felt, I felt guilty. Like when we first played it, I thought, I really like this a lot. But I didn't want to say this stupid filler game that's nothing more Why than... Why is it a stupid it's filler? It's stupid. And it's a filler. No. It's a stupid filler game. I bet the designer's uh, uh, Benoit's her pen begs to differ. Well, Benoit, it's a stupid filler game. And I don't know why I like it that much. By Blue Cocker? Blue Cocker games. Blue Cocker games. But I love it. And I think well, here's why. There, because it's very tactical. Yes. there's Because there, you only can do with what you're faced with at that moment. But you have to have a long-term strategy in mind. Well, that applies to every game ever. But, but this this is what I finally delved down to why I like it so delve much. Delve it down, Jerry. Delve it down. You have three choices oh, yeah. each time. Mm-hmm. This this card, this card, or this card. Yeah, this this one, pair of cards. That one there. So do you. Do you're presented with the same opportunities I, I exactly, have. I got everything you got, bro. And I beat you. Whatever. You had every... Yes. Yes. You had everything that yes, I had. I understand. And somehow I took the trash that we were given and I made this beautiful street. And you, you. you made a ghetto. Got you. You just... Your street... Your Whatever. Ha- I had swimming pools everywhere. Just you, didn't have no trees. Yeah. Who wants swimming pools without trees? You're hot. Water gets hot. There's no shade. Don't, don't want those pools Whereas no I had trees everywhere. I should throw in shade. I think that's interesting. I think the having a... It is very interesting. Having a game to where you all sit very quietly and you make your choice. And it's very quick to play. And it was particularly easy to play uh, in terms of just learning it and, and and the components and so forth. I mean, I just, 
I don't know, it just kind of blew my mind in terms of being such a light game. I would have never thought I liked a light game this much. And so I'm just going to go out and say this. I don't generally give... I, I know I'm very biased when it comes to lightweight games that are just fillers, in my opinion. This is a filler game. I don't like filler games. I don't like filler games. You like many filler games that you don't realize. Uh, there's many There's many that I like, but there's none that I crave to High play. High Society? That's a filler game. But, but quote unquote, well, what defines a filler game? That's not a filler game. It's a what bit, defines it's a, a filler bit, game? It's a bidding game. Bidding games are very serious to me. Anything but you're uh, define to me a filler game. That's hard to define, but to me, a filler game is something that your eye. I got something in my eye. What is it? Well, it's, it's just gunk. Sleep. It's gunk. I gunk. What is I gunk? What is I gunk? Let's go into what's I gunk. I gunk is uh, it's that stuff that is collects on your iPhone. <laughs> is it dirt? Uh, no, it's from your uh, tear ducts. I believe you have oils that cover that. That when you all right. The cells in your eyes. W thirty. The right cells here. in your eyes. Every time you blink your eyes, yes, you wash away cells. Your eyes are comp- always regenerating. Like you, every time you blink, you're you're healing. You're right. you're washing stuff away. I'm seeing them. You have oil along your blinks. tear ducts, and oh. so if you take good oil, like omega threes and all that, you produce good oil. Your tear ducts don't get clogged up, but if you produce crappy stuff, uh huh, you get clogged up, and then you just tend to collect stuff. So crappy oils equals eye gunk. Yeah. Because I wake up with serious eye gunk. And you have you need to change oil, man. <laughs> That's his basement. I've always, like, I can always dig in, and, and this is a gross subject, but oh well. I can dig in and get eye gunk. There it is. That, what, just My wife the calls them sleep. Yeah, sleep I don't, in your that's, eyes. You just, that's your nice. Eyes. You got sleep in your eyes. How do you that's have a, sleep. That's crap that you got in your eyes. Crap. That's, that's eye what, crap. Eye crap. Is my eye crapping? Pretty <laughs> then much. I have to wipe it. <laughs> pretty much. And I did. Pretty much. Interesting. We went off there, but I'm just saying. It's okay. A filler game. I, I This is probably one of my favorite fillers is Welcome To. I am pleased about it. I think that after we play it a million times and we run out of paper, I think I'll buy another one just so I can have the pretty little pieces of paper. Well, because every game can be different. Yes. I was trying to look up our stats, but then my BGG stats crashed on me. Uh, nobody cares. Uh, I care. And when I care... I look at things. So the first game, me and Jerry. Jerry was 103 to 84. You beat me by a good 20 points. Well, actually 19 points. So then Jerry thinks this is, he's destroyed me. He's got this game down. Blah, blah, blah. Next game, 84 to 73. I beat you by a mere nine points. But I beat you. But you beat me. And then you were like, whoa. So question, did your... Opinion of the game grow for the positive after the second game? Yes, yes, it did. And here's why. The first time we played it, it seemed very easy to me. Like, things came together. Uh, The plan came together very quickly. It wasn't like it was something that I was trying for. The second game, everything fell apart. My streets, where I wanted to put houses, I made some bad decisions. And it was just very obvious that each game is going to be... Some games will be much easier than others. That's the only thing I can knock about this game, is that it is random. That's yeah. why it's going to be a filler game, and it, you're the best. But so random is filler to you. Yes, but also the fact is that it's random for both of us. It's not rolling the sure. dice, and you get something good, and I get something bad. It is. This is what we both have. We in make f- our own choices. We both have in front of us. We have to deal with it, and that's what I like about it. I truly like that. That is the. If I had to melt it down, 
each of us having the same choice, and at the end, we all had the same choice, and this is what we came up with. I find that to be, it's very satisfying. It is a satisfying filler. There are not that many fillers that are satisfying. So, I, again. This is like the Golden Corral. What is a filler? Uh, it's something that you play in between games to cleanse your palate while you're trying to figure out what else you want to do or waiting for someone else to show up. You got three players, you need four. The other guys... Is Jaipur a filler? That's a two-player game uh, that... Uh, no, I don't I don't really think of it of a filler. Hanamakoji. For some reason, here's the thing. I also don't think that there are a lot... I don't think of two-player games as being fillers. Mm. Like, I enjoy Hanakanoji. Hanamakoji. That one. I enjoy that one as well. Okay. I enjoy Jaipur. But, like, Majesty for the Realm is a filler. Starfall is a filler. Uh, camel up. Or but camel see, I think that comes down to us being snobs. We are. I think it comes down to what you're used to, well, your if, level of play. If they want to know... Majesty for the Realm. Perhaps they should listen to the board game noobs. Majesty for the Realm. Which I enjoy. That's been our feature game for me and Gina I, I, and another couple that rarely games. And I enjoy that game as well. What about Azul? Azul is, is not is not, uh, not a filler. filler. Okay. But it, it has... Glad to hear you say that. It's not a filler. The, the, the abstractness to it, it, it uh, kind of sets me off just a little bit. Do you view filler as a, a timed game then? Okay, so if it's zero to 30 minutes, does that make it a filler to you? Not necessarily, but that is a criteria. I think it's a game that... I, here's the deal. If you picked up the phone and said, Jerry, come over. We're going to play Majesty for the Realm. I'm not coming over. How dare you? It has to be a game that I want to play. Okay, Splendor then. We're done. Oh, no. Spend Century Spice Road. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to is a game that when I come over, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking I want to play it. So what if I said, hey, Jerry, come over. We're going to play Welcome to. I would be tempted. That's what blows my mind about it, is that it is something that I would be tempted to play. Well. And it's just, it's very soothing. It's very calming. Uh, yes, it is. I was going to say that. Um. I actually started writing a review on our website. Not what? <laughs> our nearly you, defunct website. You know how to write? <laughs> as long as uh, I will keep posting stuff for our podcast, but we haven't put a review on there in forever because well, Jerry doesn't like writing anymore. I've given and he's up. super busy. Giving up. You take, give it up. I'm taking a hiatus. So, <laughs> we've, we were on there for a good three months. Taking a hiatus. Take a hiatus. Hey, uh, greatness is hard. So I started writing a review for Welcome To. You did. And... I didn't finish it. Obviously, you never finish anything. What? <laughs> huh? uh, I love. I like Welcome to. Okay, no wait. I'm I waiting. I love Welcome to. What? I wouldn't think it'd be your thing. I enjoy it. That's what I was gonna say. It's very pleasurable to me. <laughs> pleasurable. I enjoy How it so? very much. What do you like it? Most games, and me and Jerry both like games that provide us tension. I love tension. Stress. I love stress. And uh, Worker placement provides that. Bidding provides that. Most of the games we play, is, we like that. That's what intrigues we us don't in do, those games. We don't do tranquil, twank, tranquil calm tranquil. games. No, no. We like to fight. We like to battle. We like to, yes. Welcome to, you don't do that until the very end when you're trying to tally up your scores. But I don't know what you're doing. And of course, me and Jerry play where we, I don't, I don't, I didn't, we cover our sheets. So I don't know what you're doing. You don't know what I'm doing. Right. As the game's going along, I'm picking a number. I'm writing it down. I'm choosing the effect. Picking a number, writing it down, choosing the effect. It's relaxing to me. It is. But yet, 
I have a goal in mind. I'm like, okay, I want to get my pools up there. I want to get my trees up there. I need to get my houses where I can uh, put a number here to the left and to the right, blah, 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 blah. It's one of the few relaxing games that I just simply enjoy playing and I'm not worried about it. Welcome to is the Andy Griffith, the Andy Griffith show board gaming. It is. It, it, I was right. It, it, welcome to is like when you play it, you're just, it's calm and you're enjoying it and you're just, you don't expect a lot from it, but it gives you more than what you expect. Yes. Aunt B ran out of flour and she had to walk to the town and she saw yes. Gomer on the way and oh, something. And that's, it's the feel of just. Gomer. Gomer? Do you like Gomer or do you like uh, the other guy? Uh, you got to go Gomer. Do you like Gomer? Yes. Yeah, I like Gomer too. Uh, Barney? Well, of course. Without you know. Barney, there it is fell Andy apart. Griffith. When it went into color, it no. fell apart. <laughs> when it started going, when it went from black Without and white to Barney. color. Barney. Did you ever watch Apple Dumpling Gang? Oh, yeah. That whole show is just an excuse for Barney, <laughs> you know, for Don Knotts to be in there. That's my kid's favorite show is the Apple Dumpling Apple Gang. Apple Dumpling Gang. I, 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 I was probably 10 years old last time I saw Apple Dumpling Gang. That show's so stupid. Oh, my dad loves it. But every time you watch it, you just halfway. Oh, Tim Conway, yeah. 45? Tim Conway. Classic. Yeah. You know, people nowadays. They have no idea who Apple Dumpling Gang is. If you are 30 and under and know who Apple Dumpling Gang is, again, let us know. Speaking of which, let us know. Hmm. Let me talk about let me talk about us and our show. Can I do that for a moment? All right, whatever. Okay, we have a guild on Board Game Geek, right? We have eleven members. Me and Jerry, we just got started. It's been a year. We don't have time. We don't have money to invest in the show. So we can't do a whole lot other than podcast every now and then. We appreciate those of you that talk to us, those of you that email us, those of you that contact us one way or the other. Tell us we're stupid. Tell us we're dumb. Tell us you love us. Whatever you want to do. That's great. Joe G, uh, when we talked about Tarji, he said his wife knows German. I said, do you, do you want this German game? No response. Joji, I'm calling you out. Sorry, bro. Who's Joji? Oh, Jerry just said who's Joji. No, Joe no, G. really. Who's Joji? Oh, <laughs> he's one of our listeners. Oh. He's one of our emailers, contactors. Uh. We have approximately five people that have contacted us. <laughs> well, look, I'm a busy man. I can't keep up with this. Board Game Diner, Giuseppe, he's regular. He's legit, Giuseppe. He's regular. Giuseppe, we love you. Uh, Frankie from the North. Frankie of the North. He talked Frankie. <laughs> Frankie of the North. He contacts Frankie us. Frankie Snow. Somewhat regular. Appreciate that. Uh, but we did ask you if you want Steam Park. Jerry was going to send it to you. Oh, yeah. No response. Zip, zero, none. He didn't send. Have you gotten his address? There's a squirrel at your window. Okay. There you go. Jerry's distracted. We have no address this from Frankie. This squirrel just literally come running by the window with a nut. Because you referenced the... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> There's a squirrel. There's a squirrel. This, is, this squirrel just came into the window and looked in. With a... <laughs> and you're just sitting there. You're just sitting there. Where's he at? He left. Aww. He was a listener. <laughs> Even he got tired of you running along. We're counting. He got tired. We're counting. We're he up got to tired. 12. He got tired of hearing you whine because nobody likes you. There he goes again. Stevie there the squirrel. He is. There he is. I'm look. not looking. Look. Look at the squirrel. It's a trap. Oh, he's looking. Oh. <laughs> 
Wonder okay. what a group of squirrels is called. A group of squirrels. A gathering of squirrels. I bet they're called uh He's looking right at me. What you looking at, squirrel? How dare you? Look at me. Okay. We'll talk about woodland creatures later. <laughs> um But my point is, if you listen a to a scurry. A scurry. A scurry. I think of we actually squirrels. discussed that last time. If you listen to our show, and we don't often ask for things. Jerry never asks because he does not care. I don't care. But I do, dear listener. (laughs) Dear listener. Dear listener. If you like us, this is what kind of what helps us as board game snobs to. Doesn't help me at all. Okay, well, it helps you. It helps you. Let me just turn your mic off right there. Now say something. It helps you. Yeah. And I know I got nothing. Okay. So if you like us, board game snobs, if you use Apple Podcasts, iTunes, rate and review us five stars, four stars. If you hate us, one star, leave us a review. That helps us. It helps our visibility. You know how they say no press is good press? You ever heard or bad press is good press? Yeah, I heard it. Okay. That's what it works out. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. While you sit here and beg for I'm begging for attention. and attention. My dad from did people. not love me enough. Okay. <laughs> but he sure did I'm like look, the apple dumpling. I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> he loved Barney Five, but he didn't love me. <laughs> oh, I don't care. And if, on that note, I want to go get a drink. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, will you? Yeah, give me one too. Okay. Uh, while while Gobby is get, refilling me can you here, talk for the next five I sure can. What are you getting? What are you getting? Knows you can. What are you getting? I'll get you what you need. You'll give me what I need. Yes. All right. Uh, I don't care if we have two listeners or two million. To be frank, uh, I don't do this show because I, I, I because I'm a podcaster. I do this show because I enjoy it. I literally enjoy listening back to some of our episodes and laughing about the craziness that takes place. And the only reason I continue to do it is because I, I enjoy spending time with Gobby, who is not in the room right now, who's hopefully getting me some of his good rye whiskey. Uh, either way, uh, since he got us sidetracked, I'm going to get us back on topic. If you like rolling right games, which there's not that many, or if you're just looking for a good filler or just a good game, we recommend Welcome to... And next, we're going to talk about quite possibly the biggest board game out right now. Uh, While I say it's out, it's hard to get your hands on. Root, a game of woodland might and right. This was a Kickstarter, which brings my my faith back into Kickstarter to see a Kickstarter game do so well in this day and age. Kickstarters tend to get a lot of hate, uh, mainly because they don't, uh, sometimes they don't deliver and people tend to uh, take that rather personally. But Root has gotten a lot of attention, and while I was traveling uh, from the good old state of Oklahoma through Missouri and up into Pennsylvania to New York, down to Washington, D.C., and through Virginia and Tennessee, I made a stop at a board game shop in Memphis, and lo and behold, they had their last copy of Root, which I obtained. So we've been playing Root quite frequently for the past, past week or so. And as soon as Gabby gets back in here, we're going to discuss in great detail our thoughts of probably the most popular game of 2018. Or we're just going to sit here in silence 
and I could read you uh, other animal groupings for which I find rather fascinating. Let's see here. Group of kangaroos. They're called a mob. That's interesting. Uh, a group of turtles. They're called uh, a bell. Uh, yeah, it got... You, you back? Yes. Okay, it got rough. I had to resort to just reading groups of animals. Did you know that a, uh, a group of beavers is called a colony? Yeah, I think you've said that. That's about the third time now. I just can't get it into my head. Well, you need to mark it down. I'm not marking them down. I'm not marking them down. I'm not doing that. Okay, so should I never leave you again? A group of mermaids. A group of mermaids? Now that's... Although there isn't a... There, since they are considered... <laughs> since this is a supernatural being, there's not a official group, according to uh, Wikipedia. A supernatural being? Yeah. You know, mermaids aren't real, Gobby. Like Jack... In the beanstalk? Being. Oh, being. Yes. Not beans. Uh, but somebody decided that they were going to name what a group of mermaids would be called, and they named it a gossip. Uh, I would think Finn. Oh, that's good. We should type, or a siren. Siren. We need to send that in. I wonder yes. who you send that into. What's that website? The Wikipedia. Wikipedia, yeah. <laughs> so do you just edit it? Sure. Okay, hang on. Everybody has a fair shake in Wikipedia. Speaking of... Of Speaking of mermaids. Fans, fantasy animals. Root. Root. All right. Root by. Hang on. Do the introduction. I'll let you do the introduction. Welcome to Root. A game of woodland might and right. I've actually never read that before. I read it just 10 minutes ago. Uh, a game by Cole Whirl. And I wonder if he knows Herman. Herman Whirl? I don't get that. Go ahead. <laughs> Art by... What is... What? <laughs> Herman. You remember the guy of... Uh, you know. Oh. The guy from <laughs> Catan? Yeah. I just wondered to oh myself. My he might know Herman. You just mixed and mashed way hardcore. Okay. Art by Kyle Farron. The art, amazing. I'll, Kyle. Kyle. Man, you did Four good. thumbs up from Board Game Snobs. And we are sticking our thumbs into our the thumbs ear at air. this time. Like we just don't care. Like we don't. And we don't. But the art is wonderful. Game by Cole Whirl. Cole Whirl. Um, it's a world. cold world after all. Root. A game. Uh, it's a battle game. It's a war game. It is a war game. It presents itself on a map with trees and cute cats and birds and raccoons and mice. Mice. I think he's a badger. Oh, okay. Is I like a, to think he's a honey badger. Is there a raccoon? The vagabond? I no. think he's a honey badger. What's the alliance? They're just, they're just mice. So y'all were y'all were calling them by the wrong name the game we played then. We were just calling them whatever. Okay. We were not. So it's a war game. It is a war game. Area control. Yes. And uh, go on. Here, okay. Go, Jerry. Here I go. Jerry wants to talk about this. I want to talk about this. I don't like fantasy games. I like war games. I like this whole idea of one side being the underdog, the other side, you know, having the advantage and the various asymmetrical um, abilities that they might have. Root feels like this was a old stodgy war game. Like this was just some World War II game with the Germans and the Russians and, you, and that, the Axis and the Allies and this this type thing that somebody went and said, you know what we should do? You know what would be fun? Instead of the Russians, mice. Mice. <laughs> Let's take the Nazis and put in... Cats! Sure. Hey! Yes. Let's try that for a whirl. It works. It shouldn't work. It shouldn't work with the theme, but it does. 
The idea being is that you're in this forest. The cats have taken over the forest. Cats and, the, and birds, natural enemies. And the birds that were used to be in charge have been driven out. And now the birds are trying to take the forest back over. And of course, while this is all going on, the Woodland Alliance, the player who controls the other animals, which are represented by the mice, are tired of the fighting between the cats and the birds. And they are trying to rise up and take the forest back. And while this is all going on, the person who's the badger slash raccoon, whatever he is, is just going around doing whatever he wants to do. Hmm. It is an asymmetrical game where each player is using their faction, and their faction has different ways of scoring victory points. And vastly they, different. Vastly different. So the cats, they're all over the board. They're all about building, making buildings, and that's how they get victory points. And they produce so many units and attack. The birds, however, start at the very edge of the board where the cats start all over the board and the birds expand out and they do this by building an engine. Each time it's your turn as the bird player or the uh, the eerie, eerie, I believe it's called, you place one or two cards into your little tableau. Marquees the cats. And you run from left to right these cards. And so it might be move, battle, attack, whatever it is. And so they build this engine up. If they can ever not make a move or completely fulfill their orders that are in their engine, they fall apart, they lose all their cards, they have to start over. The Woodland Alliance is all about spending cards, like set collection, so, sort of, to spread influence out the board and then striking at the right time, being able to put units on the board that are very strong defensively. And the Vagabond is just going around trading cards and resources with people and giving there them... He's a raccoon. He's a raccoon? I think the Vagabond's a raccoon. Uh, well, okay. Well, that's thank God that's settled. Yeah, it was bothering me. Anyways, the game plays... Each side plays so differently. It was difficult to learn to play the game because there is some things about it that are somewhat... uh, It's not that it's new. You just have difficulty trying to figure out what you need to be doing to win. Is that right? Do do you feel that way? What's that? that? And let me just bring it up. You had no clue. You weren't listening. I was looking you at the You were looking box. at the color. Yes. That's how good the art was. Gobby Tell was me. literally just looking at the box. I was looking at the key Kiki. Oh. Kiki. Oh. Okay. I love this game's art. That is. That, Notice I said that for a few moments in the future. What? You love this game's art? Yes. Okay. Uh, I love the, uh, the... Go ahead. No, I want you to speak because you're my friend. This game is... Very, uh, well, I, okay, I have played the Marquis, the cats, and I have played the Eerie, the birds. The cats are the easiest, I would say, in that you simply, uh, they start off with what seems to be an advantage, and they build houses and make points, or they build buildings and make points. The birds, like Jerry said, are a little more difficult. The Alliance, I haven't played them. I don't know how they score. But... It's very asymmetrical. And however, we thought it was going to be way more difficult to explain than it was, or Jerry did, because he did the explaining. And he started off and he explained the cast to me. Of course, and, and their their game pieces are very good. Like yeah. they tell you what to do, what your goal the, the, is. The player boards. The player right, boards. Excellent. And it's also got those cards that tell you what each faction is yes. doing. We were good to go after about, oh, 10 minutes. Me, you, Enrique. Enrique knew what he was doing with his cat. Well, he grasped the idea, but he didn't do his job very well as the mice or the Woodland Alliance, whatever that is. We've only played it three player. 
we want to play it four player to full effect so that we can have the vagabond and i've heard a couple podcasts that love the vagabond so i'd like to see him in action but the first game we played the cats uh it was cats mice and birds cats won second game we played we all took on a different role you went to the woodland alliance in which i thought you would do better (laughs) you did not you were struggling mightily Enrique never set up his like all he did was set out those insurgency tokens. Right. But he never got like a base going. He never got any mice on the board. He never did any of that. And like as the cats, I just kept destroying those and I would get a point each time. I hope that's right according to the rules. Yeah. Then you got then you took over the alliance and I was the birds. Enrique was the cats. And you set up real quick and you were doing good, but like you and Enrique kept going at each other and me as the birds, I was able to manipulate things. I won again. We lead with a lot of points. I kind of crept my way up there, crept my way up there and I beat you as the birds in a two player game. So I have won this game. Literally three of the three times we played. Which is unheard of. (laughs) For me, that's pretty darn good. But the weird thing is, I literally, literally, literally don't know if I like this guy. Okay. This is weird because Gabi, any game he wins, he loves. Well, sure. Why wouldn't you? Gabi wins a game. It's the greatest game he's ever made. (laughs) I'm false. Uh, I mean, generally, if you find a game that you groove with for the kids out there <laughs> if you find a game that you get i'm like i know what i'm doing and i'm ready to go and i have a plan it clicks in your brain it makes you feel good the way you operate it generally that makes you like i like this game this game i know what i'm doing i know what the plan is but i to this day we played three games of it at two and three player we have not played a four player game no we have not and so I will not ever define this game until we have to do that fourth player. Right. And I want to be that fourth player as the Vagabond. I don't know if I like this game. Uh, here's 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 the problems that I have with it. Well, let me start with what I like about it. Love the art. Love the rule book. Love that they have a playthrough of it. And they, they go out of their way to explain the game. It's very well produced. Well very well produced, explained. Well all that produced. Stuff. This, is, this is overdone in terms of its production and its art. Uh, an explanation. I, an explanation. I find that the cats need to be for whoever is the newest player. Whoever the, they're the easiest to, to grasp. Yes. Uh, the birds, you sit there. We're trying to build an engine, and you will frustrate yourself to death because you have to really plan. The birds can lead to serious AP. Two or three steps ahead. Yes. The person Which I'm who, not good at. The person who's doing the woodland lights has to be out there causing and wreaking havoc. The thing that this game does. The unforgivable sin that it commits, Uh-oh. and this is something that I cannot stand you in games. Told me this yet. Is king making? Oh yeah, you didn't mention that. I cannot <laughs> handle a game for which, if I'm playing a game with three players, but it's it's incidental. It's 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 not incidental. Here's why. If you are the cat player, Enrique don't know what he's. No talking. no no no. If you're the cat player. You have to be spread out. You have to be building stuff, and you have to be out in every. You have to be everywhere at once. Yes, you have to. If you condense down, 
and retreat and get beat back and don't do that, you're going to lose and you're going to allow somebody else to spread out and win, such as the bird player who will just steamroll over you. The bird player, the Eerie, is designed to where all of a sudden you have this multiple cards out there and you're, you have to play very aggressively. If you keep messing up your cards, you're never going to take territory, which means you're just opening the way for the cats to expand and continue to... Your display. plan has to be perfect. If you're the Woodland Alliance, you have to be out there and be random and be setting up bases and be attacking. And the thing is, is that if one player does breaks down and doesn't play the game the way that their faction is supposed to be played, it makes it gives someone else such an unfair advantage. It it just pushes it, it, it pushes it so far in that other person's direction that you can you basically have to play this game. Looking at who's ever ahead. But isn't that any war game? No. A three-player. Because we play it three-player. Right. Now we play it two-player. There's no king-making in a two-player. In a two-player game. It's me versus you. And we were pretty pretty caught up, but it's so unbalanced in that. It's so unbalanced in a two-player game. Because here's the thing. If you give me... Unbalanced for the Eerie? No. For the Eerie is the one that will win on every two-player game. Mark my word. I think you're incorrect. Uh, I think you say that because you lost. No, no, no. I I guarantee you because they have that, that, that that game is balanced to where you're making sawmills when you should have been recruiting. No, I'm telling you, I'm telling you the eerie, serious, sweet play. No, there, no, the the way that the game is set up is that one side when it's put in this position will be overpowered and it's up to the other two or three players to knock that player down. So it's it's a back and forth between this player jumping ahead. Everybody has to, at the table has to be committed, and if you are not willing to commit to knocking who's ever in first down a notch to even the game out, you have a runaway leader. That first game we played, you won by like you maxed out. Cool. We were, I'm awesome. We were barely on the board. You had no hey, clue I what was you were the doing, cats. and you had no clue. I what knew you were what doing. I was doing. I was building them buildings, getting and, them points. Enrique would not attack you. <laughs> well, I can't help what Enrique does. That's exactly, <laughs> and that's the deal: is that this game will fool you into thinking that you're strategizing when really you're just so, not being okay. touched. So, in that, there's a bit of negotiation in this game. Not it's not a whole lot. Not good negotiation. But like, I was trying to tell Enrique to insurge you, insurge me instead of insurging me, Which and he, he probably did. did, and he did. Yes, and why would he do that? Even though you were ten points ahead, because and, you're Jerry, right? And everybody goes after you, right? Because you think you're the best. Because I am. <laughs> Anyways, this this with this, that's what gets me. The game is very unbalanced. But if you take that out, but it's it, built to be unbalanced. It's built to be unbalanced. Okay. Well, any asymmetrical game. Okay. Not necessarily. Hold on. Now you're about to say something completely no. wrong. And before you no, even say it, I'm stopping. Say nothing wrong. You're going to stop me. You're, ahead, you're, wrong. Me. you're wrong. You're wrong. Me and Jerry, in general, you're so wrong. Do not like asymmetrical games because of the very fact that we find it difficult to believe that if you start off with a faction that does this and your faction does that. That they have played this game so thoroughly and completely that one does not have the advantage all the way, especially when there's multiple, multiple players, a four right. to five to six player game. If I get this and you get that, we find it difficult to believe that I don't have the advantage and you do. Right. So when we play games like uh, Twilight Imperium, Eclipse, uh, any game where it gives you the option of all being equal. I was probably impairment. That's Eclipse. Eclipse gives you the option of being equal or being asymmetrical. And basically, I start off with three technology and 
one whatever, and you start off with three whatever and one technology. It basically just flip-flops, and it's kind of cheesy, really. It's not asymmetrical. It's just like, it is pointless to me. It's pointless. We like to play games on an even keel. We're all the same. We're all even. That way, when whoever wins, wins. They won it because they were the best, not because they had any sort of advantage the game provides. With Root, I'm able to extrapolate the idea of this is not a fair game out of my head and play it for what it is. But even with that being the case. But that being said. That being said. If I take that that king-making thing out of my head and I just play the game for what it is, I think the cats are very simple. The cats I, are the simplest, I, think, I feel. I think the Eerie and the Woodland Alliance were the two that I, I've played all three of those factions. I think they're the two most interesting, but you have to play them correctly or you are basically committing, you're, you're basically making the game go down the way of, of who's ever you're not playing against is going to be uh, winning. Uh, and quite frankly, the game didn't blow me away. I'm just going to say that. For this being the hottest game out there at this time, it, Super hot. it did not It did not quite excite me the way I wanted it no, to. It didn't. Now, I like me it. Me either. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like it. I think I want to play it with a four-player. This is going to be a game that I can't quite give you a f- good recommendation on it back play or four-player. Because I we wanna, do not have the expansion. I don't have the expansion. I want to play it four player. I want to play it multiple. We'll have Mike over. He can do it. I'll play Mike, yeah. He can be the badger. Um, Raccoon. I want to play it multiple times over a period and let it sit and just see how I feel about this and see if it grows on. Okay, so this is the deal. This I don't the believe question. the hype in it. I'm this just going to say that right now. I don't believe the hype in it. So if we have a game that you have played three times, mm-hmm. and that's in this day and age, that's quite a bit. Especially for most people that play a game and they either love it or they hate it and they move on to the next new game. Right. We played this game three times. Mm-hmm. We have not played a four player. We played three player. We played two player. In those three plays, I, as a board game player, I enjoy playing anything. I just enjoy the process in itself. Right. But there's some games that give me a feeling. I'm a very emotional gamer. It gives me this feeling of, I freaking love this game. Or it gives me a feeling of like, eh, it's okay. Or I hate this game like Cosmic Encounter, which I despise. Which I don't know why. Root, I played it, and I don't know how I feel about it. And that being the case, if I don't know how I feel about it, at this moment in time, I'd have to say, thumbs down. Really? Because... uh, I don't, it does nothing for me. I'm playing the game. I'm doing the process. I'm playing the cats. Okay. I'm doing here. I'm playing the birds. Okay. I'm going there. I need to play the other two factions. But at this moment in time, I would say it is board game snobs not approved on my end of the game. I, um, I'm not willing to say I don't like it. I'm, I'm willing to say that I'm, I'm ready to let this game grow on me for a few, few more plays to see where it's going to be. And just see, I will say this. Say it. I don't think that this game will be in my top 10 at all. I don't think that there will be a time where I'll go, yeah, I'm blown away by this game. So I, speaking of which, we're going to do our top 10 towards the end of the year. Yes. I enjoyed this game. I think it it's more of a novelty. It's like something that 
when we have played some deep deep strategy game and I just want to sit down and do something I, I do I do for some reason lop this in 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 with cosmic encounter as it's a game that I don't take that seriously it's like when I lose root I don't take it seriously when I lose cosmic encounter I don't take it seriously it's just a fun experience but root to me is not quite that much fun and it's not that quite it's not quite strategic. It's not quite fun. It's just very middle of the road, but it does do what it advertises to do. It is very asymmetrical. Everybody's playing a different game. The artwork's beautiful. The instruction work is beautiful. I'm going to come right out and say that if I was forced to put a gun to my head and have to make a recommendation on this. You put a gun to your own head. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> that's uh, called suicide. No, that's Dark called... subject. Okay. Uh, we've talked about shaking baby syndrome. If I put a gun to your head. Yes. Which you don't even know how to fire. I've got I've got my finger and two pistols. No, two pistols. <laughs> two pistols. I got two pistols, one on each side. One for each of you. Yes, I'm a double pistol guy. Okay, where are you going with this? Like, uh, where are you going with this? The Bra- Doc Holiday, Johnny Bravo, Doc Holiday, Doc Holiday. What you okay, what are you going to do? I'm you going- choose. Root, like or don't like, and then if you don't choose. Then I'm going to touch both of these pistols to your temples. You just you are here. The you have, cold barrel of the steel. Look this, and this is the type of writing we can expect from you on the website. I'm looking forward to it. Off the top of my head, it's mediocre to me. Mediocre, bah! so that's a five or lower. It's, out of ten, it's uh, if I had to do one to ten, I'd say it's six. Well, that's well, six is above average. Five is average. It is above average. I will okay. say I've enjoyed this game. I'll give it a five point one. And I think that as the more I play it, the think the more I'll enjoy it. But it's definitely something I would not just. I'm not clamoring to. Ma- this is not the game of the year for me. No, this is not the game of the year for me. Okay, real quick. If I said let's play, welcome to or root. <gasps> Welcome, welcome to welcome a, to a welcome. filler game that'll play, be over in thirty minutes. That's what got me is I'd play Welcome to. Okay, that's all I need to know. I would play Welcome to because I enjoy I enjoyed that much more. Whereas Root, for some reason, and what also disturbs me is that we might we're saying we haven't played it four player. We haven't played it four player. If a game is dependent on a fourth player, is it that great? No. Sounds like you don't like Root. I guess I don't. I thought you kind of liked it a little bit. I, I'm I, like I you said. Won. I enjoy the process okay. of playing, and unlike you, you like some of my games. You're like, oh god, I don't want to play that. But I enjoy playing games. Period. I enjoy the process of a game. I will play root anytime. Somebody, if somebody comes over and says, "I came over, we're going to play root," I'm not going to fight you. We'll play root. Of course not. You're soft. I am soft. I have 10 other games I'd rather play or more. Top 10 coming up. And our top 10 has changed considerably. It has. But as of this moment right now, <laughs> Root is out of the top 10 for me. It's not. It, I, I will say that I, I think this game suffers from the hype. I and, think there has been so many people that have hyped up about it. And we don't want to be anti-hype because, like, when a game is hyped up, then you have people like, "Oh yeah, we're going to be the anti-hype." We hate this game. We don't hate this game. 
We literally don't know how we feel. I know. And this is this is kind of like one of those games. It's so weird. This is, it, it, it bothers me because I wanted to either love this game or yes. I wanted to hate it. But yes. this is kind of like... I don't know how like, I feel. This is kind of like going out on a date with a librarian. It's like, it's interesting, <laughs> but you know, you just don't really know. Like if she calls you back, you'll be like, yeah, let's yeah. go. Let's go to Panera Bread. <laughs> and this is... Panera. I'll get you... I'll get you... I, I want to get one of those bowls of soup that you eat the bowl. (laughs) And you're like, that's cool. Let's go. And we'll get a nice chai tea latte. The game we're going to discuss next week. But this is not your soulmate. This is not the one you want to marry and run away with. We're going to discuss Zolkin. Zolkin? Zolkin. Right. Next week. Or next two weeks. Two weeks. We're a... Bi-weekly Wait, we've podcast. been doing it weekly. We've been doing weekly. Why don't we keep it weekly? Because the fans are clamoring a- <laughs> for it. They've been sending me emails. All right, oh. full disclosure. You're going to be so mad at this. Me? Yes. Okay, go ahead. I get on there and delete our emails as soon as they come in. We've been getting hundreds of fan emails. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I'll just get in there and delete them. So, next week, Zulkin, we have our issues with that. Uh, but also, another new game. But wait, there's, there's more. more. Root. Okay, this is my final comment wait on Root. Wait a minute, we just talked about no, Root. I'm going back to Root. Go, go back. This is my final comment. Get to the root of the problem. This is one of... This, no, this is the first game, because we played this before we played Zulkin. Yeah. Uh, not to give away my Zulkin review, but this is the first game I literally do not know how I feel. And that's rare, because either I play a game and I like it, or I play a game and I'm like, meh. This game, I feel like I think I enjoy this game, but also it's not what I thought it was going to be. And it's very confusing to me and it's weird. I do not. So, based on that, I would have to say, like I've said, and I'm just reiterating myself, since it did not blow me away, it did not blow me away. So for me, right now, it's right at the five of ten. All right, five so is medium. All right, it's medium, medium rare. If a vagabond comes in and blows me out of the water, as a vagabond, you might be a vagabond. Maybe that's what it's going to take. But if it takes four players, I guess that's why board gaming is so difficult because it's like, oh, this game sucks. But oh wait, at four players, it's awesome. You think that's a thing? Jerry? I don't think that's a thing. You don't think that's a thing? I don't think that's a thing. Okay, well, for me, I'm waiting on our Vegabond player, Mike. He's going to come in. He's going to be the cat since he's the newbie. You're going to be the eerie. I'm going to be the Vegabond. My final decision will come then. Over and out. Okay, well, that's you're done reiterating. Thank you for listening to Board Game Snobs. We definitely recommend Welcome to... Uh, we're going to have to let Root simmer for a little bit, but don't believe the hype. Leave us a review! On Board Game Snobs at, at gmail.com. You can email Gobby. I would like to put out a request that please somebody just email Gobby and just, just stroke his ego. Oh, we're all, we have a build, guild on Board Game Geek that's, that, that's okay. And we have a Facebook page and we have an Instagram that Gobby actually takes pictures on. Uh, I'm very active on our Instagram. He loves the I post Instagram. At least once every two weeks. Very nice. Friends, families, lovers, we thank you for listening. We hope that you've had a nice time. Good day. Bye bye.